0: to a podcast for redefined sisters we are a discipling community of women flourishing in faith and redefined by the gospel our deepest desire is to equip women to be deeply rooted in the word of god and live in community with one another Welcome back, ladies, to the Redefined Sisters podcast. To begin this episode, let's chat about Bible studies, dessert, and your favorite resources. To keep it fun, it must be something that you are currently studying or would like to begin the last dessert you enjoyed, and a favorite resource you most recently started reading. Just hit pause and do a quick search around your house or in the car. We will be right here waiting for you. How about you, Emily?
1: Well, for the Bible study that I'm currently working through, it's by Christy McLeeland and it's called Jesus and Women. I'm doing this with the women's ministry at our local church, and it has been so fantastic. And I highly recommend grabbing a copy for yourself and inviting women to join you. So Christy really challenges you to read the Bible through a Middle Eastern lens rather than from a Western lens. which We commonly probably read the Bible through this lens. We also see how Jesus elevated women to a place of honor instead of shame. In his culture, women were viewed differently in that they had a basis of like honor and shame. Like that's how their culture was um, structured, if you will. And so it's very different from our Western culture here. So. Jesus really elevated women to this place of honor. He met women where they were spiritually, but never left them there. I just think we see the incredible love of Jesus and how much he does love women. And um, their created purpose and design and their personhood are elevated when Jesus interacts with them. And I think that's so important for us. So the last dessert I enjoyed was actually with my husband on our Valentine's date. It was creme brulee with a chocolate covered strawberry. And then for favorite resource, I did a quick search around my house and found Disciple Her by Candy Gallaty. Are you surprised? (laughs) You probably shouldn't be because Discipling Women is very near to my heart. And it's honestly one of my favorite resources. So it was sitting on my ottoman in my study room. So what about you, Jordan?
0: So I am currently just reading through the Bible by following our Redefined Sisters reading calendar. To me, it's been very helpful. And it's the right size portions that work well for my timing and my family. And for my favorite resources, I love using those while I am reading the Bible because I like to dive deeper into certain verses and I want to see it through a different lens of what Jesus is trying to teach us. So whether if I'm in the New Testament and I'm in the book of John. And maybe something here isn't quite making so much sense. I like to go on to like Blue Letter Bible or Enduring Word or Bible Ref and it breaks it down and it fully will explain what's going on because I love to write a lot of notes in my Bible and use sticky notes. I find that to be super helpful. And whether I am reading whatever verse or chapter we are currently focusing on within our Redefined sisters calendar. I also like to read within the New Testament that usually, I feel like there's such a good balance in reading both of them at the same time. But the last dessert I had was actually a mini blue bunny chocolate ice cream cone last night at one in the morning. Because my husband and I went to a concert. For our Valentine's Day. And when we got home, a chocolate mini ice cream cone sounded so good.
1: That is so funny. Yeah, my husband and I had like these mini cinnamon rolls last night. Mini cinnamon rolls? Yes, they were very good. Oh, I love that. Cinnamon rolls are delicious. They are. We
0: hope you'll join us for an amazing year in the presence of God. Use code PODCAST10 all year long. If you're interested, the link to register for our upcoming women's conference will be in the description box. Pray about it and make plans to join us in April. We have a fun weekend planned, discipleship workshop, community groups, live teaching and worship, plus a special dessert bar, vendors and redefined booth. Coffee and snacks will be provided by our partnering church all that your heart desires. Next week, join us for a beautiful conversation in this discipleship series as we explore the depths of God's word through interpretation. This is a process known as inductive Bible study. So pour a cup of coffee or tea, grab your journal and join us as we continue this series. This will be perfect for any woman. So listen along anytime, anywhere. I, Jordan, will be your host, joined by my dear friend, Emily
1: hi ladies
0: welcome he is also the founder of redivine sisters thank you for the gracious support sister and we would love it if you could subscribe to this podcast so we reach more women with the hope of the gospel but before we dive into this episode we want to hear your story if this has been a difficult season for you please let us know how we can continue to support you through prayer email our team hello at redefinesisters.com and share with us. We want to partner together in prayer. For contacting us, you will be entered to win our special giveaway, a free admission ticket to our upcoming women's conference in April this year. Our deepest desire is to know the author of life personally and deeply. This is the why behind studying scripture. You have likely heard us talk about observation, interpretation, and application on previous episodes. If not, please hit pause and go back and listen to our fall series, Reading Through the Bible. Sometimes we may need to sit and meditate on a particular passage at length. And once you have read through it a few times, you may need to cross-reference other supporting verses, commentaries, translations of the Bible, and helpful resources. I find using a study Bible helps with the word studies. One I have found to be most beneficial is the ESV. Additionally, for our conversation today, we are reading from the CSB and the NASB. A quote from Kay Arthur in our last episode. If you will study inductively, the benefits will be beyond anything you could have ever hoped could happen in your own personal understanding of the Word of God. And we will have that link in the description box below. Emily, would you like to go over interpretation with us?
1: Yes, it's going to be fun. So if you do a quick Google search over interpretation, the word explanation or understanding the meaning of something will likely appear. While our goal is to understand the text, we need to caution and challenge ourselves to read through the Bible in its original context through a Middle Eastern lens. Instead of understanding, what if we shifted to belief and asked, what is God doing? When we approach scripture, we usually want to know why. Instead, let's look at what God is doing. And to do this, and so we can practice this a little bit together, we're going to be in Exodus 16. We see how God rescued his people, the Israelites from slavery, bondage in Egypt, and led them into the wilderness for 40 years. His provision is woven throughout this entire story. And you can imagine just... Enjoying good meat and just the things that they enjoyed in Egypt, but they were also slaves. So when they were in the wilderness, they did not get to enjoy the same things they probably enjoyed in Egypt. So God really had to work out all these things in their hearts. And you know, I'm not quite sure what they enjoyed in Egypt, but I'm it was enjoyable the food they got to eat. Um, the slavery wasn't enjoyable, I'm sure, but. You know, when you're in the wilderness, you don't have the same food as you once had. So when you're living in abundance, so uh, just kind of some food for thought there. So believing God and taking him at his word will lead to understanding the Bible. The goal is to know the God who loves us personally and deeply. The depth will come as we explore this beautiful narrative. It's a journey and a process. And we want you to know That will take time, and that's okay. So let's start with a few passages, and practice this process together. And you will get a taste of my Bible study by Jesus and Women by Christy McLeland, which has been really good. So I actually will walk through the Bible reading plan that we're doing with Redefined Sisters, part of my week, and then the other part of my week is focused on this Bible study. So. Um, I can have a good conversation with the women when I meet with them during the week in my church. So let's look at Exodus 16, one through five and verses 13 through 17, a Western lens first. So the framework of understanding first, and then we're going to write down what we observe in this story. So you can grab your journal, maybe a pen so let's start in verses one through five. When they set out from Elim, and all the congregation of the sons of Israel came to the wilderness of sin. Now, when I was looking in my commentary, it was very interesting. So the name of this wilderness uh, in the native tongue means thorns. Um, that's what I found. And it's very interesting uh, because we see that Thorns did not exist on the earth before sin, but came about because of sin. So Adam and Eve lacked faith in God. They doubted God. Therefore, uh, this original sin was a lack of faith or unbelief. And because of this, the ground was cursed, and thorns came up making life very hard for Adam and Eve, and it makes life very hard for us. So I thought that was interesting. And then they go on to say that, When they took their journey from Elam, so, and they came to the wilderness of Sin, which is between Elam and Sinai, we just see like the way that this is describing is just this covered in thorns. And so we know that a crown of thorns was also placed on Jesus's head. So it's very, very interesting. I found when I was reading this commentary, it really added to the understanding here. So let's go on which is between Elam and Sinai on the 15th day of the second month after their departure from the land of Egypt, the whole congregation of the sons of Israel grumbled against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. The sons of Israel said to them, would that we had died by the Lord's hand in the land of Egypt when we sat by the pots of meat. Okay, so this is where I got the meat from. I remember reading it. I just can't remember where. When we ate bread to the full, for you have brought us out into this wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. And I think it's important to mention, like, God just rescued them from slavery. (laughs) He freed them, and uh, they want to be back in Egypt um, eating the good food. So verse 4, then the Lord said to Moses, behold, I will bring bread from heaven for you And the people shall go out and gather a day's portion every day that I may test them whether or not they will walk in my instruction. Verse five on the sixth day, when they prepare what they bring in, it will be twice as much as they gather daily. So, as we look at this from our Western lens, what are some things that you may ask yourself in this passage? For instance, why did the people grumble? Why did they look back at being in Egypt instead of trusting God? We are going to go into verses 13 through 17. So here, when we look at it through this perspective, we are really trying to figure out what's going on here. We're trying to understand what the passage is saying. Um, And sometimes when we do that, we may miss what God is actually doing. Like We miss keeping God the focus of reading scripture. So verses 13 through 17. So it came about at evening that the quails came up and covered the camp. And in the morning, there was a layer of dew around the camp. When the layer of dew evaporated, behold, on the surface of the wilderness, there was a fine flake-like thing, fine as the frost on the ground. When the sons of Israel saw it, they said to one another, What is it? For they did not know what it was. And Moses said to them, it is the bread which the Lord has given you to eat. This is what the Lord has commanded. Gather of it every man as much as he should eat. You shall take an omer apiece according to the number of persons each of you has in his tent. Then the sons of Israel did so, and some gathered much, and some gathered little. So from this Western lens, in these verses maybe we ask ourselves, why did God rain down bread from heaven? Verse four. Why did the dew evaporate and turn into fine flakes? And these questions, they may be helpful, but they really don't allow us to believe God and see what God is doing in the lives of his people. Right? God just took them from slavery. And he was drawing them to himself. He was revealing himself to them by by moving them into this wilderness season. But the Israelites longed to be back in Egypt. So let's go ahead and look at this through a Middle Eastern lens. In verses 1 through 5, we see God's provision for his people. God was testing them to see if they would walk in his instruction. So when we um, read from a Middle Eastern lens, we want to believe God at his word. And it's okay to write down what you observe in the story, and it's okay to ask questions, but we want to look for God first. If we see in verses 13 through 17, um, the Lord actually commanded them um, what to eat in order to test them. And we see that some gathered much and some little. So we see there's a moment in verse 30 where they trusted God at his word. But we also see in verses 17, 20, and 27, where they disobeyed the Lord. So we are going to read um, verses 28 through 36. Then the Lord said to Moses, how long do you refuse to keep my commandments and my instructions? See, the Lord has given you the Sabbath. Therefore, he gives you bread for two days on the sixth day. Remain every man in his place. Let no man go out of his place on the seventh day. So the people rested on the seventh day. So we see in this moment where they listened to what God was telling them to do, and they rested on the seventh day. Verse 31, the house of Israel named it manna, and it was like coriander seed white, and its taste was like wafers and honey. I don't know about you, but I really like honey. I put honey in my tea, so this sounds really yummy to me. Then Moses said, this is what the Lord has commanded. Let an omer full of it be kept throughout your generations, that you may see the bread that I fed you in the wilderness when I brought you out of the land of Egypt. Moses said to Aaron, take a jar and put an omer full of manna in it and place it before the Lord to be kept throughout your generations. As the Lord commanded Moses, so Aaron placed it before the testimony to be kept. The sons of Israel ate the manna 40 years until they came to the border of the land of Canaan. So in your Bible, it might have little parentheses saying that an omer is a tenth of an ephah. So I hope you see the thread of obedience running throughout this story. God really called his people to be obedient, to gather um, as much as they could on the sixth day. I think it was twice as much. So on the seventh day, they could rest. Um, He brought them into the wilderness to um, test them, to see if they would walk in his instruction. So, you know, some questions we may we may ask is what spiritual bondage do you need deliverance from? The Israelites um, needed deliverance from slavery in Egypt. Um, they were being you know, really they were being worked so, so hard. they were slaves, um, and they needed deliverance, and God delivered them, and it was actually God who came to Moses and said, I have heard the cry of my people. And he raised up Moses to, you know, bring them out of Egypt into the wilderness. So it was actually God who initiated and he heard the cry of his people and he answered them. So as we ended reading these verses, I wanted to jump back to the commentary that I was reading. And so... As the Israelites see the struggle that they're facing through the wilderness, it gets tough. Um, faith was very much required to keep moving forward. They entered the wilderness of sin, the land of thorns. Unbelief sprang up in their hearts, and they doubted both God and Moses. So I liked the commentary. Um, writes that just like Adam these thorns of sin would prove to make their lives very miserable from here on out so they began their wandering in the wilderness as they tried year after year to achieve victory on their own strength therefore the promised land was given to those who would choose to believe having faith that would overcome fear even when it didn't make sense So I think the the encouragement that the author was trying to get at here is that choose to not be overtaken by the sin of unbelief. Draw close to the Lord in the wilderness and see what he is trying to teach you and have faith that he is going to work things out according to his will and his good for your life. And I myself am in a very wilderness season and so I think it's easy to become discouraged and want to give up but I think what we see you know throughout the book of Exodus as the people were in the wilderness is that God really showed up he revealed himself to them in a very personal way because he's a personal God he loves us he wants to have a relationship with us so we see that God wants to work in our hearts if we allow him to. And so I hope that this encourages you and it changes the way you read your Bible to see um, what God is doing. How is God at work in the lives of his people? So instead of wanting to know why the events are taking place, we look and shift our gaze to God. So we believe God at his word, we see what he is doing. And then this will help us to understand the Bible as we get to know the God who loves us. So Jordan, do you want to read some verses over trusting God for us? Yes,
0: absolutely. So ladies, we are gonna turn over to Proverbs chapter 3. And read verses 1 through 12. My son, do not forget my teaching, but let your heart keep my commands, for they will bring you many days of full life and well being. Never let loyalty and faithfulness leave you. Tie them around your neck, write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you will find favor and high regard with God and people. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own understanding. In all your ways, know him and he will make your path straight. Don't be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. This will be healing for your body and strengthening for your bones. Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first produce of your entire harvest. Then your barns will be completely filled and your vats will overfill with new wine. Do not despise the Lord's instruction, my son, and do not loathe his discipline. For the Lord disciplines the one he loves, just as a father disciplines the son in whom he delights." Next, we are gonna turn to Jeremiah chapter 17 and read verses seven and eight. The person who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence indeed is the Lord, is blessed. He will be like a tree planted by water, It sends his roots out towards a stream. It doesn't fear when heat comes and its foliage remains green. It will not worry in a year of drought or cease producing fruit. Next, we are gonna read Psalm 31. Lord, I seek refuge in you. Let me never be disgraced. Save me by your righteousness. Listen closely to me, rescue me quickly. Be a rock of refuge for me, a mountain fortress to save me, for you are my rock and my fortress. You lead and guide me for your name's sake. You will free me from the necks that is secretly set for me, for you are my refuge. Into your hand I entrust my spirit. You have redeemed me, Lord, God of truth. I hate those who are devoted to worthless idols, but I trust in the Lord. I will rejoice and be glad in your faithful love because you have Have seen my affliction. You know the troubles of my soul and have not handed me over to the enemy. You have set my feet in a spacious place. Be gracious to me, Lord, because I am in distress. My eyes are worn out from frustration, my whole being as well. Indeed, my life is consumed with grief and my years with groaning. My strength has failed because of my iniquity and my bones waste away. I am ridiculed by all my adversaries and even by my neighbors. I am dreaded by my acquaintances. Those who see me in the street run from me. I am forgotten, gone by memory, like a dead person, like broken pottery. I have heard the gossip of many. Terror is on every side. When they conspired against me, they plotted to take my life. But I trust in you, Lord. I say, you are my God. The course of my life is in your power. Rescue me from the power of my enemies and from my persecutors. Make your face shine on your servant. Save me by your faithful love. Lord, do not let me be disgraced when I called on you, when I call on you. Let the wicked be disgraced. Let them be quiet in Sheol. Let lying lips that arrogantly speak against the righteous in proud contempt be silent. How great is your goodness, which you have stored up for those who fear you in the presence of everyone, you have acted for those who take refuge in you. You hide them in the protection of your presence. You conceal them in a shelter from human schemes, from quarrelsome tongues. Blessed be the Lord, for he has wondrously shown his faithful love to me in a city under siege. In my alarm, I say, I am cut off from your sight, but you heard the sound of my pleading when I cried to you for help. Love the Lord, all his faithful ones. The Lord protects the loyal, but fully repays the arrogant. Be strong and let your heart be courageous, all you who put your hope in the Lord. And lastly, we are gonna read Psalm chapter 91, verses one through six. The one who lives under the protection of the Most High dwells in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say concerning the Lord, who is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. He himself will rescue you from the bird trap, from the destructive plague. He will cover you with his feathers. You will take refuge under his wings. His faithfulness will be a protective shield. You will not fear the terror of the night the arrow that flies by day, the plague that stalks in the darkness, or the pestilence that ravages at noon.
1: And Jordan, I've been reading through the Psalms myself at night, so I'll listen to, and this is just a little plug for our Redefined Sisters um, music playlist, but I'll listen to the playlist while I'm getting ready for bed, and then I'll I'm reading one psalm each evening before I go to bed, and that really helps me. Especially for you ladies that may struggle with anxiety in the evening, as you're allowing your mind to kind of be still and rest. These tips may be helpful for you to focus your eyes on God uh, as you go to sleep. So, if you don't mind, Jordan, I want to read um, the psalm I read last night, which is Psalm 4, uh, verses 5 through 8. Yeah, please do offer the sacrifices of righteousness and trust in the Lord. Many are saying who will show us any good light up the light of your countenance upon us. O Lord, you have put gladness in my heart more than when their grain and new wine abound in peace. I will both lie down and sleep for you alone. O Lord, make me dwell in safety. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing. Sure. So ladies, we are
0: going to end our time in prayer. We like to do this in our discipleship community. We just feel like it's such a good thing to remember to pray constantly. And by doing that with the ladies within our group and also doing it with you. So if you would join me, Father, thank you for your abundant blessings. Thank you for your new mercies. Thank you for giving us another day. Father, I pray for redefined sisters. I pray that this ministry will touch lives and continually show your love to others. I pray for the women receiving the gospel from us. I pray that their hearts soften, that their prayers are heard and that they continually will sing of your good works. Lord, you are the most high, our creator, our father. You have never failed us and you never will. Thank you, Lord, we love you. Amen. So ladies, thank you for joining us. We hope you will delight in the presence of God with other Redefined Sisters. It's going to be amazing pursuing Jesus together. A new episode will be released bi-weekly. If you haven't subscribed to our email list yet and would like to receive community updates, hint, We sent out one with a Starbucks gift card just for this month. Simply email us at hello at Redefined Sisters and type subscribe in the subject line. Next time on the podcast, we will chat about application. Bye, ladies. Continue the conversation with us. Join our free membership community at wwwfacebookcom groups sisters. We cannot wait to connect with you.